Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for Frozen 2, of course, the follow-up to the very, very successful uh, 2013 Frozen from Disney. Um, I think I'm going to keep this spoiler-free, I'm pretty sure. Uh, of course, if I do decide in the middle of the podcast to go into spoilers, then I'll give you a warning and then you'll be able to leave. Uh, but I think I'm going to stick to spoiler-free for this. Um, I thought this was fine. I didn't think... Um, it did anything particularly too special like the first one did um i think that uh I, I did enjoy the first one a lot more i really really liked the first uh frozen film and just to kind of compare and contrast with the first and the second uh my only problem with the first frozen film was was that uh elsa herself i don't feel like she had enough screen time uh i was sort of wondering you know what okay what is the main character doing for most of the film um, I thought they gave Elsa a bit more screen time in this. I still could have done with a little bit more, which if you've seen the film you might disagree or whatever, that's that's completely fine. Um, I still thought that there was a lot of Anna in this film. And, you know, it's a sister thing and whatever, and you're going to see a lot of Anna and a lot of the, uh, is it Christopher? And uh, there's Olaf and there is, what's the name of the deer? Uh, that, those are the main character names I remember. But, uh... Yeah, it's it's fine. It got a good reaction out of um, a lot of the audience when things were happening on screen, of course. Um, and there was this particular... I, I was sitting there sort of the closer to the front of the screen. And there was this bunch of, I think, girls that were in the, in the back row. They kept screaming and shouting. Well, not screaming. They kept sort of shouting when things were happening and that sort of film th- and that sort of thing. Um, and I get it. This is for a, a sort of younger, more female-oriented audience. And that doesn't mean I can't enjoy the film. I obviously can't. You know, it's intended for everybody. It's a Disney film, that sort of thing. But um, I think just in terms of the story that this is and that sort of thing, it's in. It's less aimed at me, and I, and I completely understand that. So if you were to say like, hey, you probably didn't enjoy this because it was more aimed at you know young kids and specifically more female audience i i understand that i get that but i don't think that that's i don't know i mean i i understand the target audience and i'm not the target audience but i still kind of am because it's a disney friendly family uh, fr- uh fr- family friendly if i can say that word properly um film and i am of course in that audience which is everybody um so yeah, it got a, it got a good reaction out of those sorts of people but uh, I'll tell you the one thing that did kind of stick out as a positive, which is the comedy from Olaf, o- Olaf the uh, snowman in this film, I thought was brilliant, I thought was really, really great. Uh, there's a couple, there's like two or three really standout moments with him, which I thought were really, really quite good, uh, and I did enjoy those quite a lot. But just overall, uh, where this film goes, what it's about, uh, I just didn't really quite connect to in the same way. Um, I mean, there's one thing where you have really cool characters right like all these characters are really cool Elsa's great Anna's great all the others are really great but when you go to make a film about these characters and specifically follow up with the sequel uh and then you've you've built the world you've already built these characters all that sort of thing um it matters to me slightly more in a sequel as to okay what is your follow-up story what what are you doing with these characters and some of that I, I did enjoy but some of it I just thought was not bad, there's nothing specifically special. Um, I really did quite enjoy the plot from the first film a lot more. Uh, so it's, it's not it's not me saying, you know, that this is a bad film that you shouldn't go and see. I think you should go and see it. I think it's, it's pretty good. Um, but it just didn't have anything particular that stuck out apart from Olaf's comedy, which 
isn't really part of the plot necessarily it's more part of his character but then um that is a very good thing that they've kind of done um in the film um yeah i thought i mean in terms of i was going to talk about the like production value of this film which is obviously amazing as as always um i mean if i if i think about disney themselves right which is now disney fox marvel star wars national geographic uh as well and they have all those properties and now when you look at okay marvel is disney star wars is disney pixar is disney national geographic is disney um i wonder how far back you would have to go in terms of disney's releases or anything under the disney name how far back would you have to go in terms of releases to say okay this was the first to point at a specific film or tv show or whatever to say okay this was the first let's say expensive looking film that disney's made because it's been a long long time since um you could point at a disney film and say okay that that didn't have much money spent on it um so again this kind of joins the um expectation sort of category in terms of okay we now it's now kind of a given that disney films look amazing and that's not that's not to say that that takes away from that because you go in expecting okay this film's going to look amazing because disney's got billions of dollars at this point i don't know obviously how much money specifically but billions of dollars everything they make these days looks great uh whether it is you know avengers endgame or the mandalorian or frozen 2 or uh probably rise of skywalker will probably look amazing as well um so it would be it would have been more of a it, it's kind of got to a point with that specifically where um when a when something under the disney umbrella comes out i'm like okay that's gonna look amazing because it's disney it would be more shocking the other way around if something came out and you're like oh this doesn't look great this is from disney where where's all their all their kind of money gone because they've just gotten themselves to that point and uh frozen two fall is the same thing as that which is i went in expecting it, it to look amazing and everything all the colors all the lights and yeah all that sort of stuff uh different type of production value because it's not live action it's animated but whether it be a live action um you know avengers film obviously with certain cg characters but still real people in the film whether it be something like that or frozen 2 or toy story 4 or um mandalorian or something else you kind of going now expecting okay this is going to look amazing and you I, I think you would have more questions if something came out from disney and it looked not bad but even just average so uh there's that as well so in terms of me kind of praising the production value it's i mean you still kind of have to praise it because they still actually put in the effort to do that because there's certain companies that do have a lot of money as well and they don't quite bother necessarily with making their products look as good as they should so i suppose you i suppose you need to give praise to disney in terms of okay you've got the money to spend on this you didn't like cheap out on it or anything and you still made it look amazing so uh yeah let's take a let's take a quick break we'll be back in a minute today's sponsor is kualu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to kualu to get started they also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner so get started with a new website and domain name today with kualu Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. 
that's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment and then all you need to do is support us at the one dollar level tier that will get you access to all of the ad free podcasts that we've done in in the past and get you access to all the ad free podcasts in that month as well so it's a great way to support us on entertainment talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad free podcasts you can also become a patron at the three dollar level tier that gets you access to ad free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a tv show or a film of entirely your choice that's one per month for either a tv show or a film review which is at the three dollar level tier as always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, I know on the, at the end of the Good Place podcast, or in the middle of it, I did say about the website having some problems and being uh, down, but the website is now fine. Um, so yeah, you can visit entertainmenttalk.org and still get all the content just like you uh, usually do. It was just a, another memory problem that we had, but it's all fine now. It's all back up now. So uh, yeah, speaking of The Good Place, uh, if you want more Kristen Bell, of course, but literally in live action form with her actually in the film and not just voicing a character, uh, The Good Place has now finished for its mid-season, not the actual finale. There's been a lot of confusion about this being the end of The Good Place. It's not actually the end. The Good Place will be back, I think, on the 9th of January, uh, which will mean the 10th for the UK for Netflix. But the mid-season finale season for episode 9, my podcast is out for that as well so if you watch the good place you can check that out as well uh random gaming talk uh yeah there was no american horror story this week was there uh yeah gaming talk this week uh we talked about some new crash bandicoot rumors not the film rumors that are going around the rumors in terms of there potentially being a new game announced and what that game might have in it and and those those sorts of things uh we also talked about the game awards nominations uh for 2019 of course the game awards is going to be on the 12th or the 13th of december hosted by jeff Keighley as always of course so you can uh you can actually check out the nominations and you can vote the public is allowed to vote on the nominations as well so go and do that if you feel like it and um, we also talked about uh xo19 which is xbox's uh, fan event which was in London uh, and they announced a bunch of new games trailers etc that sort of thing and we discussed all those things um, yeah watching the Watchmen season 1 episode 5 uh, we're roughly halfway through the season so we're going to keep covering that until the season is well finished so there's that uh, the Walking Dead UK podcast the Walking Dead's got one more episode next week or this Sunday slash Monday uh, which will be for season 10 episode 8 but season 10 episode 7 the most recent one me and David are of course continuing to cover that as well uh, what else is there? Uh, we got podcasts for Flash, Arrow, and Batwoman, so have a look out for those. Uh, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, spoiler-free. Um, that's another segment from Entertainment Talk TV, episode 27. Uh, if you want to listen to all the segments, then go and listen to that particular podcast. But I've been slowly releasing those individually over the coming week, so you can have a look out for those. Atypical Season 3, another Netflix season for Atypical. Hasn't been renewed yet. We'll see if it gets renewed. Hopefully it does. Uh, another brilliant season of Atypical for Season 3, so you can check that out as well. Uh, what else do we have here? Let's play Sundays, uh, episode 15, which is for Fortnite Chapter 2. The Earth, the, Earth. the uh, map on Fortnite got kind of swallowed by a black hole, and then they started a new chapter or version, whatever, for Fortnite. I played it for the Let's Play Sunday, so you can check that out. Uh, last Christmas review, if you like Amelia Clark or Michelle Yeoh, of course, from Game of Thrones and Star Trek Discovery. Uh, they were in a Christmas film this year, a Christmas kind of comedy called The Last uh, called Last Christmas, and I went and saw that and reviewed that, so you can check that out as well. And that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. So, uh, let's talk about Frozen's... Um, future of course still spoiler free i don't 
think there's going to be a third one. But it wouldn't surprise me if Disney said, you know, we want a trilogy, make a third one, make up some sort of story for it or something. Um, but uh, with the, obviously I won't say what happens at the end of the film, but it kind of feels like they just kind of finished with the film, but or with the franchise by the end of this. Now, if you're Disney, right, and you look and sure you've got, I don't know how many properties they own at the moment, because obviously the the Fox acquisition as well. But Frozen's still a big one. I think this film is easily going to make a billion, if not billion and a half, maybe two billion. Um, I'll, I'll say maybe a billion, a billion and a half, like worldwide, roughly. That's how much I think that they will make in total for Frozen uh, Two. I can't remember how much the first one made, but I know it at least did a billion. So, if you look at Frozen as a franchise and you think, okay, it's uh, obviously attracting the younger audience and all audience, family friendly, but specifically aimed more obviously at a younger audience. You saw how big the first Frozen film was, and this one will probably be quite big as well. Uh, in terms of the where I uh, went and that and how many people were there, it was, I want to say, about 80% full. Now, I've gone on a Friday afternoon and obviously not a, a big weekend kind of showing, so uh, there'll probably be even more people there. But there was plenty of people there. There was not too many empty seats from what I saw. I mean, it was quite dark, so <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, if, you, if you're looking at Frozen, then you're Disney and... You kind of don't need Frozen. Let's be honest with Disney. They don't really need Frozen because they've got so many other successful properties. Disney could probably lose quite a few properties and still be wildly successful at this point. But if you're looking at Frozen, it's your newest uh, kind of Disney princess sort of thing. Obviously that attracts the uh, young female kind of audience or the Cinderella audience and all that sort of thing. Uh, again, still family friendly, still for everyone, but mainly aimed at that sort of audience. Do you just make a story for Frozen 3 and then go ahead and just make it because there's money to be made? Again, Disney doesn't need to be like, oh, we're, we're, we're struggling and we need to make a Frozen 3. Quick, let's do it. They don't need that at this point. Um, so I'm not saying, you know, if you're a bigger Frozen fan than me, I'm not saying, okay, the future is bleak for Frozen. But Disney just doesn't really need it anymore <laughs> um but I, I mean it's still a big thing for them it's still massive uh, and they might still make a, another one um it will probably another be another what five to ten years this was uh six years after frozen one uh to 2013 so yeah about six years uh after the first one so obviously they've taken their time a little bit more um i mean heck there was what 10 or 11 years in between some of the different toy story films so there's that uh, but yeah, don't think that they're going to make a third one, but if it was like, hey, Frozen 3 is in production, Kristen Bell returning, etc, etc, uh, then I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, okay, sure, you want you want a trilogy, sort of thing. Um, I was going to make some comparisons just in terms of quality to Toy Story. I don't know if that's necessarily fair, obviously I've got a bit more of a childhood nostalgia bias towards Toy Story. But I don't know if you can look at Frozen 2... And say that it's better than any of the Toy Story films. Uh, obviously that's kind of my personal opinion. And I am more biased towards Toy Story. And all that sort of thing. So make of that what you will. Yeah so we'll see what Disney Disney decides to do obviously with the uh, future of Frozen. But uh, don't ex I, I wouldn't expect one in the next like three to four years. Obviously these things do take uh, a fair bit of time to make anyway. So there we go with that. Um, yeah I'm not going to do a spoiler section if it wasn't already kind of obvious. Um... Yeah, I, again, I just thought it was fine. I didn't think it was anything particularly special, and um, I still prefer the first one. So, 
there you go. Um, but yes, if you, whether you have or haven't seen uh, Frozen 2, let me know if you're excited for it, uh, to, to go and see it. And if you uh, have already seen it, do you, did you find anything better in the film as to, to what I did, that sort of thing? Um, are you? Do you think there's going to be a Frozen 3, all that sort of thing? Uh, let me know what you think, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes as well. Yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, did you enjoy Frozen 2, that sort of thing? And what do you think the future of Frozen is going to contain? Will it be something on Disney Plus? Will it be a Frozen 3? Will it be an Olaf uh, series on Disney Plus? I could see them doing that, to be honest, because uh, he's quite uh, a funny character, quite a comedic character. So I-, I could see him actually holding his own in a kind of, not like a full-on story kind of thing, but where... To where he's just, I don't know, he's hes talking to someone or something like that and he's just making jokes. I think i think you could actually pitch that as a, as a, uh, excuse me, as a Disney Plus uh, series. Aren't they doing something similar to that with, uh, with Forky um, from uh, Toy Story? It's like Forky, uh, ask, ask Forky a question or something. You could do basically what that is but with Olaf as well and you could have both of them running at the same time. So, because why not? So, yeah, let me know what you think. I've already said all the email and that sort of thing. Um, you can find all the rest of the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Uh, if you're shopping on Amazon, whether it be for Christmas or for yourself, or both, it's up to you, of course. Uh, you can use our Amazon affiliate, link, Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend, and it won't cost you anything extra. Uh, iTunes feeds, please rate, reviews, rate, review, and subscribe to those. Uh, and of course, let me know if there's any problems with the iTunes feeds or with the website itself, because we've had a little bit of problems with both lately. But uh, just let us know if you see anything that's off or not working, that sort of thing. Um, and last thing, video games, of course, if you want to watch us. Oh, what a mouth, sorry. Uh, if you like to tell uh, your friends, family, people that know about the website and your iTunes feeds, of course, in terms of Frozen, uh, I suppose anyone can listen to this. It's not a podcast on Walking Dead, so there's that uh but yeah you can share them on facebook retweet them on twitter and if you're allowed to put them in different facebook groups uh and video games if you want to watch us play different video games me and david stream on twitch robert streams on mixer uh and look out of course for let's play sundays as well thanks for listening and i'll see you for oh film updates by the way uh both charlie's angels and knives out are out um knives out is out next week on wednesday and Charlie's Angels is out on Friday. So what I might do is watch Knives Out on a Thursday. Because of course we got the, the double podcast thing on, on Wednesdays. So I might watch Knives Out on Thursdays. And then maybe see Charlie's Angels on Monday. Um, and then there's going to be... What's other? Obviously there's Star Wars. And there is... I'm sure there's one more film that I'm forgetting. But uh, I can't think of what it is. So, yeah, that's the update on the films. That's the two or three things that I'm going to be reviewing next. So, But it's going to be... Knives Out has got the priority over Charlie's Angels because of box office reasons, basically. So, uh, cool. You can... Yeah, thank you very much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>